0: WRUF Gainesville U251CG Gainesville From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios We are ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF Oh
1: yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool... Take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out.
2: Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs out of your car.
3: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor.
4: Eating good is about more than just tasty food. Eating good is about doing good, too. And that's exactly what Fresh from Florida is all about supporting local Florida farmers, creating jobs in our communities, and of course, making sure you can enjoy all the fresh flavors Florida has to offer. Because produce tastes better when it's grown closer to home. So eat good tonight. Look for the sunny Fresh from Florida logo where you shop. Learn more at FollowFreshFromFlorida.com.
0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Hello and welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Zach's going to produce today. Well... 10 SEC teams make it to the NCAA baseball tournament. That's a lot. But I think all deserving. And now we know who Florida will play in its regional. And I'm going to say this and don't laugh when I say it. Any regional is winnable for a lot of these teams. But I think this is a very winnable regional because you've got you've got a couple of teams, at least that on paper, in Texas Tech and Connecticut and even the Rattlers that don't pitch it well. So unless somebody comes out of the woodwork, then. That bodes well, I think, for Florida. Now, does it mean we we saw what happened to Cags the other day? There's no guarantee of anything here, but Florida generally plays better at home. They generally pitch better at home. So, you know, you you would think this would set up pretty well for Florida. ESPN's Kyle Peterson, KP, is going to join us here in about 15 minutes to kind of get his thoughts on the field itself uh valiant effort by the Celtics when when Tatum sprained his ankle that was it that you you could just tell and give credit to the heat who were on the verge of blowing a three nothing lead and now it's the heat and the nuggets and the heat going to get Tyler Hero back apparently for the for the series so uh good for them In uh, the SEC, the annual meetings in Destin going on now, numerous people have have reported this, that what looked like a sure thing with the SEC going to go to nine league games, as Lee Corso would say, not so fast, my friend. Apparently, there's momentum for eight. As you call in today, do you have a preference? And if so, what is it? I'm for more conference games, but you tell me differently. And how about Gator men's golf? Mr. Biondi, NCAA champion. And the Gators now involved in match play. What a run for this Gator men's golf team. Wow. So, uh, wish J.C. Deacon a lot of luck. And by the way, it does seem, if you heard Greg Sankey the other day, uh, the SEC commissioner, he seems to prefer nine league games. Does it necessarily mean you're going to get nine games because the commissioner wants it so? No. But, He does obviously have a lot of weight. We will see. All right. Hope you enjoyed Memorial Day weekend. Hope you remembered what we were commemorating. My dad was military. Uh, Many of my cousins, uh, military, serving in Korean War, Vietnam. And uh, just again, all those who have served, tip of the cap to you. Let's start talking some sports, I hope. Gators, what do you think of the draw for Florida in the regional? 392-8255. You can email russell at wruf.com. Plenty, plenty to talk about today. Um, I have reached out trying to get um all of the coaches involved in the Gator regional uh to tell you about their teams so far, luck is not so good, but we'll see uh as the week goes along here and don't forget friday the game it was supposed to be six thirty now the game with Famu is a five twenty five start here just I'll let you know. All right, let's get a couple of emails here already. Um, John asked me something that's impossible. John, it would take me 20 minutes to do this. But he says, uh, can you tell me about the MLB disengagement rule for the pitcher versus the base runner? My understanding is the pitcher can do the following twice prior to throwing a pitch. If he does it a third time, it's like a balk. He can get on the mound and step off. Is that considered disengagement? Throwing over the first base with a runner on is a disengagement? Are there any others? For instance, if the catcher calls time, walks out to the pitcher to talk, what is that considered? If the catcher throws over the first for a pickoff, what's that? Can the batter call time? The batter, I know, can call time once in that bat as long as he then is ready to to, uh, to pitch. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, to hit. Okay, so that off the top of my head, I know. Um, Now, in terms of the pitcher engagement, all you have to do is Google this because uh, it's pretty plain in terms of what that is. I'll try to get to these because it would take me a long time, John, to regurgitate these things to you. But as the day goes on, um, I will try to do that. But again, uh, there's rules uh, that apply here and some of them are not the easiest because there's some subtleties that are involved in this. Okay, so let me try. Uh, We already did the pitch clock uh, here. If a pitcher makes a pickoff attempt, fakes a pickoff, or simply steps off the rubber for any reason, that is a disengagement. If the defense requests time, that is a disengagement. You're allowed two per plate appearance without penalty. Now, supposing that. A runner goes and steals second. Then the rule resets. If there's a third step off, it's a balk, and uh, that's about the easiest way I can explain it. Uh, I'll get to more of those as we go along here, but that's the again. Those are the two of what you asked me, Um, and he he said if the catcher calls time, what's out to the pitcher to talk? What is that considered? Um, I believe that's considered a timeout. Um, the catcher can throw to first for a pickoff. There's no rule against that. And again, can the batter call time? Yes. So I think I've answered those for you. Uh, where are you today? I, I thought today there would be all kinds of excitement and whatnot. I guess not. Bill says disappointed Celtics fan. Uh, you're right about the injury last night. Give them credit. But now what with the Heat in Denver? Well, my the first question about Denver is, look at the layoff they've had. So will that affect them at all? Sometimes doesn't affect you at all. Sometimes the rest is good. Sometimes you want to go in there and you want to play right away when you're hot. They didn't get a chance to do that, obviously. Um, So, you know, we will see what happens. Bill, happy for the Gators. I think this is a very winnable region. Uh, Which one is the toughest? Vandy's is pretty tough. I I think. And uh, they weren't given any favors in theirs, in my opinion. But... Again, if you're normally when you're a better seed, you tend. And and by the way, the the person who led this was John Cohen, former Gator baseball assistant, now the AD uh, at Auburn. He was the uh, committee chair of all of this, and I think by and large, they did a pretty nice job. I I don't I didn't see anything here that you'd look and go, wow, that's just a glaring. Uh, you know, issue here. Don't see that. Um, George, happy for the Gators? Uh, Does this get them to Omaha? Uh, Does it get them to Omaha? I think they'll win this region. The problem with the Super Regional is a bounce of the ball, you know, whatever. Now Florida matches up. If a Chalks was South Carolina, wouldn't that be interesting? If Carolina wins that, and that's a team that swept Florida when they were playing at the peak of their game. They're, then they had injuries, and they were not playing at the peak of their game. So, you know, we'll see. By the way, uh, I meant to tell you, and I did not know this until somebody emailed me this today. Um, Fred Biondi, in uh, winning, gets an exemption for the 2024 Masters. I did not know that. So thank you, Pete, for that. I did not know that. And he came from a five-shot deficit to win. That's Florida's third individual men's golf championship that they've won. Um, And again, just a terrific close to this season for Florida. And congratulations to Mr. Biondi. Twelve fourteen. time check brought to you by Hayes Jullery. Kyle Peterson from ESPN will talk about this regional field next. ESPN, 98. one FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
2: Good afternoon. I'm Kevin Martinez. Starting on the Diamond, the Tampa Bay Rays are set to take on the Chicago Cubs to start their three-game series. The Rays are coming into the game with a 39-16 record, leading the AL East. The Rays will throw Shane McClanahan on the mound tonight with a stellar 1.97 ERA. In Gator Golf, Fred Biondi is the winner of the NCAA individual title, becoming just the third Gator to do so in program history. And in the NBA, your finals matchup is set as the Miami Heat will take on the Denver Nuggets Starting on Thursday, the Heat took down the Celtics in Game Seven last night and stopped the Celtics from completing their comeback. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kevin Martinez.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF.
2: If you don't already know about the great
1: work being done at the Roadheaver Boys Ranch in Palatka, please give me a listen just for a minute. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch houses at-risk young boys from difficult home environments and is sustained by your donated vehicles boat, RV, car, motorcycle, just about any kind of vehicle. They learn to turn troubled lives into futures full of promise by developing real-life skills because they fix these vehicles up and then they go out and resell them. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping this really great cause. To find out more... Just Google Boy's Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. The year's almost half over, and you're still dealing with that knee or hip pain. Enough is enough. Pills and surgery aren't the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can do all those summer activities you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right into your achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. This treatment is revolutionary. Patients across America are having life-changing results, and there's no drug, surgery, or downtime. If you have pain in your knees, back, shoulders, hips, you need to stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics.
3: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor.
5: Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000-square-foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net.
6: You might think all a solid foundation can do is hold up walls and a roof, but it can do so much more. It can build friendships, launch businesses, create memories, and, okay, yeah, hold up walls, too. At Radiant Credit Union, we're about strengthening all the foundations in your life, starting with your home mortgage. Our home loan experts are ready to help you every step of the way, ensuring your financial foundation stays solid. Visit radiantcu.org foundation to get started. Federally insured by NCUA.
0: Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, you are listening to Sports Scene with
7: Steve Russell right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: Okay, uh, we are hopeful to get Kyle Peterson here. Uh, we just reached out to him. Busy dude. So hopefully um, we will get to him. In the meantime, 392 you can email uh, srussell at com. That was his voicemail, though, right? Okay, all right, all right. Okay, so hopefully we'll hear back from him. I, I just can't imagine... There isn't more excitement here about this. I mean, all, you, you, You've you played all year for this, and it's like, eh. Mark says, Spolster gets a lot of love for his player development. However, one aspect of his coaching I think is significantly underappreciated is how he uses his timeouts. I watched all seven games numerous times when the Heat would be up anywhere from 15 to 18 points, and the second the Celtics would going on a five- or six-point run he'd call timeout to settle his team down. Most coaches would just let their team continue playing. Oftentimes, the Heat would then answer with their own run to build the lead back up again to a wider margin. Your thoughts? I agree. I I think he's very good at that. And I, I think the key to that, however, is his team responding. A coach looks great when a team responds you can call the timeouts you want, right? But if they don't respond to that timeout, then – but yes, I, I, I agree. And, and I do think a lot of coaches in the NBA do wait a little bit too long for that. All right, we're going to get Kyle Peterson here. Of course, you see KP all the time on broadcast on ESPN SEC Network. We're going to talk to him about this uh, baseball regional field. KP, it's good to have you. Thank you for your time. Um, did anything surprise when, when this was released? I thought John Cohen and company did a pretty good job here. Your, your thoughts on the on the the field selection process?
8: Um, I mean, I think given what the metrics are right now, I, I, you can nitpick on a few. I, I don't. I don't think Indiana State should be a host. Um, I understand what their RPI is, but I just I think the RPI is a very flawed system right now. I have a hard time understanding how somebody that won two games against the RPI top 50 and went two and nine and got swept by Northeastern and got swept by Kentucky. They did beat Vanderbilt in the midweek. Um, But that, that doesn't feel like a host to me regardless of what the RPI says. And, and listen, credit to, to Indiana state and credit to Kentucky. Honestly, both of them figured out the right way to approach the RPI and who to play out of conference. And it really benefited them. Um, but I, I think outside of the Indiana State thing, yeah, there was some bubble stuff that I would have done different. The, the West Coast got hammered.
1: Yeah, they did. They really, You're they, right.
8: They got hammered. And they're getting hammered. And a lot of it, and I won't get too technical, but the RPI um, is is not conducive to the West Coast in that most of the West Coast, the non-conference, there's so many schools out there. Everybody plays each other. Well, if 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 a component of the RPI is opponents and opponents opponents winning percentage, well, if everybody's playing the same people, <laughs> the aggregate right. is going to come right back to 500. Like it just, that that's it's simple math. And so the RPI hammers the West coast every year. So I think we, we, we have to figure out a way to fix that. But aside from that now, I, mean, I, I think they, I think they did a fine job. It's a job that I never won. I know that
1: you don't, no doubt. Um, you know, when when Florida was swept by South Carolina earlier in the year here, Kyle, a lot of fans were wondering about this team. But, you know, Florida's bounced back really well here. You, you look at this regional, a, a, a gross over-reliance on this, but take Florida out of this. A lot of teams that seem to be able to hit but not pitch too well. You agree?
8: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I mean – you know, Tech is always going to be offensive. Um, I mean, their ballpark kind of lends itself to that. And and I think UConn is probably more offensive um, than they have been in the past. Now, the reality is is everybody's more offensive. True. It's, it's just the, the state of, of the game right now. Um, but I, I would totally agree with you. I mean, you know, Florida's got, I think maybe aside from, and on the right day they match up, but aside from Wake Forest, Maybe Tennessee. Um, I mean, Florida's weekend rotation; those are the three best rotations in the country. So rank them. I really want to rank them, but the, the, those are the ones you want. When on throwing strikes, um, so there's a huge advantage there. Obviously, they're playing at home, um, but man, I mean, weird stuff happens this time of year. We see it. We see it every year.
1: No doubt. Um, when you look at at the SEC, um, Vanderbilt, you know, wins the SEC tournament. A team that impressed me are the state of Alabama teams. I mean, Alabama with their coach fired, and Auburn. You know, people forget they were good last year, but they kind of stumbled out of the gate. Which take away again a favorite in Arkansas, Florida. Which SEC team might be might somebody be scared to play right now in a regional?
8: We don't want Tennessee. That's for sure because the arms that they're going to throw out there are just different than anybody else. That's um, actually there at Clemson, which is a tough draw for Clemson who was on fire, but that was the two for me. That was the biggest two that you don't want to see. Um, and I thought they'd probably send them to Indiana state, but ultimately they didn't. Um, so I, I think I would, I would say Tennessee first and, and I think I'd see Alabama second. And I know that they're hosting and obviously in a good position, but they got a lot of arms. And we saw it in Hoover. And I really hadn't seen him a whole lot this year. Um, you know, it's, it's an older offense aside from Shelton, who's going to be a CRE as a star. I mean, any freshman that hits 20 home runs in this league is is a pretty darn good player. Um, but there's some kids that have been around for a while, and now they, now they finally have had real arms. It kind of reminds me, it's a totally different situation, but it reminds me of Cal when they went to the College World Series years ago when they were going to lose their program. And, you know, they came out publicly and said, we're going to cut the program. And then Cal goes on this crazy streak and ends up Omaha. Obviously Alabama's not cutting their program, but nobody expects their coach to be fired in the middle of the year for gambling allegations. Sure. And I think at that point, uh, and huge credit to Jason Jackson, and the rest of that staff, um, they've been unbelievable since then. And I know they didn't win the SEC tournament, but uh, you know, it, it took a walk off to knock them out. Was like a restart. And they were really good at the beginning of the year and then they were just eh, at the beginning of the SEC. But and since everything went down, um, that that's a club I don't want to play right now. I know that.
1: Kyle Peterson, our guest here from ESPN SEC network talking the uh, regional field that was announced over the weekend. Kyle, you kind of touched on this and you know, you being a pitcher. I, I, I this is not gorilla ball, you know, back in the day, but certainly the offensive numbers are up Home runs are way up. Uh, it is something going on with the baseball? Is something going on with the bat? Has umpiring changed? All of the above.
8: I think, yeah, the zone is specifically within the SEC. and I think it's inter- it'll be interesting to watch these SEC clubs go with crews that aren't SEC crews. And if the zone is a little bit bigger. Um, but the way that crews are overseen within the sec right now um you know it's 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 comparable to i mean basically they're taking the track man strike zone and, and essentially end the baseball on the outside of it and and that's the way that those guys are evaluated and so you're seeing th- the zone smaller um and i think it's fine i have no issue with it um so when the zone's smaller there's going to be more down counts and when there's more down counts and ultimately there's more hitter counts and those guys can, can go to work a little bit. I, it still feels like the ball's a little bit different. I don't know. Um, but the home run numbers, I mean, we ran a stat in the SEC tournament. In the history of the SEC, prior to this year, there were two freshmen that had 20 or more home runs their freshman year, and it was Frank Thomas and Pedro Alvarez. This year there was three, <laughs> and there may be a fourth. Um, Lava Lettke is 20th here, and, and he would he would be the fourth one. I mean Kate Curlin's got a chance if he goes off
0: mm-hmm. to potentially
8: get to that point. That's crazy. Um and there's statistical blips sometimes, but uh it does feel like it does feel like something's changed, but I think the strike zone has something to do with it.
1: Last question. Uh here of course is SEC centric. Who's a couple of teams that you like to go a long way outside our league?
8: Well, I would tell you if Florida wins, um I, I I think they're going to see Campbell in a super. I think Campbell wins that regional in, wow. okay. uh, in Columbia. Campbell's good, really good. I mean, you don't talk about offense. I mean, they had 115 or 118 home runs or something like that. They're hitting 320 as a club. Campbell's really good, and they've got a real ace. Um, so I think Campbell's got a chance. Tennessee, already talked about. Um, I mean, Wake's the best team in the country, but or at least for me, they're the most complete team in the country, but they've kind of been there all year. Iowa is one that's interesting to me. Iowa is an older offense. We saw them down at Round Rock. I mean, hell, they beat LSU down there. Um, and they've, they've got three real weekend arms. Um, and I think Iowa, it wouldn't shock me if Iowa figures out a way to win a regional. If you put them in a super with those arms, um, they're going to have a chance against anybody.
1: Interesting stuff. Kyle, I always appreciate your time. We'll see how this uh, plays out here. should be a lot of fun. Thank you for doing it.
8: Amen. All good.
1: See you. Okay, KP. Thank you. That's Kyle Peterson here. 1229 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Dolphin might get right to you. And your questions, calls, and comments as well. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry.
6: Here, what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So
3: I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable, so I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore, I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it.
6: This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com, that's exceptionaldentistry.com.
3: What is ClearSound Audiology and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that
7: one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Introducing multi-gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow. Today, Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Limited availability in select areas. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
9: Partly cloudy skies will see us through the afternoon with temperatures reaching into the upper 80s to near 90. There is an isolated chance for a late day shower or thunderstorm. I do think those chances will be a little bit more isolated in nature, though, many of us remaining dry today. Rain chances bump up just a little bit tomorrow, so too will be increased cloud cover, decrease in temperatures, highs in the mid-80s tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Meteorologist Justin Pollard.
0: Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams,
9: and Max Kellerman.
1: My wife is riding my daughter's bike, which tells you my wife is not the tallest person in the world. And she my
9: daughter was like, alright, here we go. We're gonna, You're gonna race Zane. And she's like, alright, well, Millie, give us a countdown. And Millie is my daughter's name. And she's like, ten, eight, six, seven,
1: one, go! And I'm like, we have, we have to work on the counting backwards. Key,
0: J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 981 FM at 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: All right, we will hear from you. We hope to have Michelle Smith from uh, ESPN talk about the Women's College World Series in softball. She's been so kind to come on with us. She's actually flying there, and she's in a stopover, a layover, going to Oklahoma City. So hopefully we'll catch her. 3928255 you can get on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. You can email srussell Russell at WRUF Dolphin Mike, what's happening?
10: How you doing, um? So do you think our regional is tough? But um, I heard Kyle Peterson and then he thinks we're gonna have 10 in the super regional. That's his prediction. Uh
1: I don't know if, say that again about what Kyle said?
10: That he thinks we're going to play Cam- Campbell. Oh,
1: in the Super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks, yes. Regional. Yes, he thinks Campbell's going to beat South Carolina. Um, and that would be interesting. You know, I, look, rematches are fun, and you're familiar with the, your opponent because they're from the SEC. But first of all, you're playing a team whose nickname is the Camels. So how can you go wrong with that? And it's a team you you don't hear about, and the Gator fans have not seen. So that would be kind of cool, actually, to have that happen.
10: Yeah. So I know you're excited about Aaron Rodgers going to your Jets,
1: man. Oh, I I mean, as long as he stays healthy, which, you know, at his age is certainly questionable. Um, you know, they tried that with Brett Favre, if you remember, years ago. Um, yeah. And we'll, we'll see how it goes. But, I mean, if he's healthy – that is certainly an upgrade from, you know, what they had.
10: Yeah, and I pray that Tua stays healthy with us because They were very dangerous.
1: Yeah, he's, you know, he's a classy kid, and he's just been beat up and banged up, you know, his entire time in the NFL. So I'm with you. You know, I'd like to see what he does healthy, you know, over the course of a year. I'm with you.
10: Well, I'm rooting for Oklahoma State against the team from Tallahassee in the Softball Tournament Thursday.
1: Yeah, Florida State's government I well, you gotta be good to get to where you are during the World Series, and two SEC teams are there, plus Florida State. Uh and Oklahoma, you know, almost got beat. It took them a, to, to come back to beat Clemson, but, you know, they're still gonna be the favorite.
10: Yeah. But we need some players in the softball. We need pitching and we need a few position players, but we need pitching
1: very, very bad. It's coming. For softball. It's coming next year.
10: All right, Warren. Well, let's hope so. All right. Oh, man, and
11: always good to talk to you. Dolphin
1: Mike, same here, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for your call. Let's get Mike to join us. Hi, Mike.
11: Hey, Steve. I got three questions for you about the regional this weekend. All right. What time do we play Friday? 5.30. 5.30. We're playing Florida A&M and I always wonder when we play a team like Florida A&M, I'm not trying to disrespect them or anything, but is there any chance Sully would start someone like Slater instead of the Friday night starter? No. Who we're,
1: no, I don't know? think so. And the reason I say that I mean, granted you know, Cags struggled the other day but I don't I don't think you get off that um, because could you Could you maybe start CAGS that day instead of Sproat or Waldrop? Maybe. Um, But he's tended to, you know, keep the script the way it is. So anything's possible, Mike, but I I doubt it.
11: Okay, well, you know him better than I do. That's why I asked you. And uh, the last question is uh, they're they're predicting some rain this weekend, but – it's not like the SEC tournament where we have to get in four games in one day, is it?
1: Well, if you remember last year, rain was a big factor in helping Oklahoma um, because they were spent. Yeah. Um yeah. they have. You, you, there's, if there's an if game, it's played on Monday, and they would, they will. And if, if it has to, they'd go to mm-hmm. Tuesday if it had to be that. But trust me, they will do everything they can, and you can play. You know, I, I think there's a curfew as to when mm-hmm. you can start a game, but if they have mm-hmm. to start it at 9 o'clock or something like that, they would do it.
11: Okay, and on Friday, is right now, is it just two games that are scheduled? Yes, on-
1: it is two games, period.
11: Okay, so if it rains on Friday, we ain't got to worry about getting four games in, or three games even. Okay, thanks a lot, Steve.
1: Okay, thank you. Well, uh, if you're saying it's a washout on Friday if you' If I'm understanding what you mean, well, then you got to play them on Saturday, right? And you may have to alter how many games are played on Saturday, how many games are played on Sunday, and you may have to play more games on Monday. That's certainly a possibility. Uh, Daryl, he's in for nine games in football for the SEC schedule, because uh, of the money that he pays for tickets and booster fees, he wants to see good competition as far as baseball. I think this is a winnable region, Vince. The accomplishment of being the number two overall seed is fantastic. Team is, definitely has the potential to win it all. Am I wrong to be concerned by the inconsistency of our pitching? When our guys are on, they're as dominant as anybody. But you never know what you'll get when they take the mound. What's your opinion on if pitching is the real wild card to our success? <clears throat> I think for these teams in this in this particular regional, Vince. I think pitching is the wild card for everybody, because if you look at the numbers for Texas Tech and A and M and UConn, the numbers aren't very good. So can a pitcher get hot? Can you know somebody come out of the bullpen and give you more innings than you think? Yeah. So, but Florida's been up and down pitching wise, and and the staggering thing is with that most people I have talked to believe that Waldrop, Sproat, and Caglione will be first-round draft choices. And yet, you know, there's inconsistency. But they tend to pitch better at home. That should help. And he says he plans on going to the regional and hopes for a super regional next weekend. Yeah, I think a lot of fans do too, Vince. Um... Tony says, what moves do you think the Dallas Stars will make in the offseason? He kids. I'm glad you're kidding. Uh, he says, hope you guys have the Golf Channel on in the studio. Big drama last night. Golf Channel barely showed Biondi until the Tech Kid unraveled. Gutsy performance by Biondi. No question. It's been a gutsy performance by that whole team. They've, they've just found ways to win. Pretty cool stuff. B.B. says, don't know how far our Gator baseball team will get, but I do know, regardless of how far they do get, they're a great group of guys that are resilient and will try their hardest. Sully's the best baseball coach anybody could hope to have on any team. I challenge everybody to watch a movie called Hardball with Keanu Reeves. It helps one get back to realizing what sports and life are really about. If you come away from watching it thinking it was only about underprivileged kids playing baseball, sadly, you are the one, he says, who have dropped the ball. Uh, all right, three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf. dot com. Uh, tomorrow we'll have uh, Max on with us from Pro Football Focus to talk a little college football, and uh, Max Chadwick that is. And then Mary Wise, the Gator volleyball coach, will join us tomorrow. Uh, talk about her schedule that was just released. And then you know a lot of times. When people talk NIL, it's the big sports. Is it a challenge for her? Has it changed the way she recruits? We'll talk to her about that tomorrow when she is here. Looking forward to that. Uh, Let's see here. Peyton says, did you hear that due to a country music festival in the area, Ball State, West Virginia, and Indiana players are staying inside U.K. dorms no hotels within an hour of town. Yeah, that, I didn't hear that, but that wouldn't shock me. you, you got to be careful when you schedule things, right? But you all also have to make up for accommodations, and they've done that. 1243, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
2: Good afternoon, I'm Kevin Martinez. Starting on the Diamond, the Tiffin Bay Rays are set to take on the Chicago Cubs to start their three-game series. The Rays are coming into the game with a 39-16 record and they lead the AL East. Coverage for that game will be right here at 7.30. In Gator Golf, Fred Biondi is the winner of the NCAA individual title to become just the third Gator to do so in program history. The NCAA Golf Semifinals will be played later today in Scottsdale, Arizona. In the NBA, your finals matchup is set as the Miami Heat will take on the Denver Nuggets starting on Thursday. And in Gator Baseball, Florida starts the Gainesville Regional on Friday. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kevin Martinez.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: Purchasing a vehicle is a big deal because you want to buy a vehicle that you like, that you're going to hopefully have for a while, going to be reliable. And let's face it. It's a pretty costly thing. So you want to deal with people that are going to help you make the best decision for that purchase. Well, for me, nobody better than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Now, looking for a new car? They can't help you. They don't have any. And they haven't since they opened their doors over 40 years ago. What they do have for you is the best and late model low-mileage vehicles. They do their very best to bring in the widest selection for you so you have the biggest variety to choose from when it comes to purchasing the vehicle that you want. You can also go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue, and go online, secars.com, and check out the vehicles for yourself that way as well. As many of you have done over the years, when you go see them in person, please tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency.
3: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor.
0: Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialist in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite, great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at
9: qualitygreenspecialist.com. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things, for our planet. When planning your summer vacation, pick a destination close to where you live to limit the impact of fuel to get there. There might even be areas of your own city you want to explore in depth. And if you're planning to go camping, learn how to have a leave-no-trace trip so you can leave the campsite the same way or even cleaner than you found it. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? The year's almost half over, and you're still dealing with that knee or
1: hip pain. Enough is enough. Pills and surgery aren't the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can do all those summer activities you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right into your achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. This treatment is revolutionary. Patients across America are having life-changing results, and there's no drug, surgery, or downtime. If you have pain in your knees, back, shoulders, hips, you need to stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics.
0: We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 981 FM at 850 AM WRUF.
1: Joining us now on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line is Tony. Tony, hello.
6: Hey Steve, what's up, man? How you doing, buddy? Good. Um listen, I like this regional a lot for the Gators for a lot of the reasons that uh, KP told you. Um, I tell you, man, it takes a lot of guts, but the move is to start Jack on Friday Um, for obvious reasons, right? You know, if you get the bad Jack, the inconsistent one, which you could tell in the first couple of innings, that's not going to take long. Um, At least U is going to be the team compared to the other two that's not going to put a huge, crooked number on you more than likely, like a Texas Tech or maybe even a UConn. So you have that advantage. Plus, you're going against a weaker pitching staff, so your guys have a chance to get some runs and make up for that um, in comparison to, like, if you hold Jack against a game three against a Texas Tech, and he has a bad outing, I mean, Texas Tech could put up 6-7 on you in a hiccup. So, I mean, the move is to put Jack out there against the weakest team in the regional. Don't you think? Uh, it's,
1: I mentioned that earlier to a caller. Yes, I mean that's certainly a a possibility. If he wants to tinker, uh, he's not been much of a tinkerer uh, with that. But I can understand the logic in that. But you know, then you're also telling Cags, you know, uh, I mean, yes, you get you get a chance to start a regional, but you know, I'm moving you because you, if you're not good, and you know, I don't know that I'd, I I want as a former pitcher, I don't know that I want that in my head.
6: As a, as a forward pitcher, though, you should know that. You should know that. Well, knowing
1: it is one thing, but <laughs> liking it's the other, Tony.
6: I hear you. I hear you. Hey, Texas Tech, to me, is going to be the one that the Gators are going to have to beat twice in this regional. Um, a little stat on Texas Tech to keep an eye on, they're awful on defense. Their fielding percentage is 964, which ranks 217 in Division One. There's only about 300-something teams that play one baseball. In comparison, the Gators are 971, ranked 73, and UConn is 976. They rank 53. All right. So it looks like Texas Tech kicks it around a little bit, so keep an eye on that. All right, All right Tony. Cito. Appreciate
1: yeah, you, man. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, before I actually interview Michelle Smith, I want to publicly tell you how nice she has been to make herself available. She's traveling to Oklahoma City, and she's doing this uh, as she's getting on plane. So, Michelle, thank you. I want to publicly tell you that for doing this. <laughs>
12: Absolutely. My pleasure. I love to talk softball. I appreciate that you, you are talking about our sports. So happy to help where I can.
1: Okay. Uh, let, let's start. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate if you have an SEC hat on that Alabama and Tennessee are matched up right away here. But, you know, Oklahoma almost got beat, uh, but they came back to beat Clemson. Is it still, does, does that make Oklahoma more vulnerable at all to you, Michelle?
12: No, I think I think it doesn't make them more vulnerable. I think it just, if anything, I think it empowers them to think that they can, you know, they can do anything and come back from anything, which they have, you know, this is the third time this year they came back in the seventh inning and beat somebody. And um, so it, it's, uh, you know, they did that to Texas in the regular season. They did it to Oklahoma State in the regular season, and then they did it to Clemson. Uh, in the Super Regional. So, you know, it's a, it's an Oklahoma team that they call it their Oklahoma Magic, and they just believe as long as they have a strike, they can have the ability to, to win the game. And, you know, I think other programs are a little bit intimidated by them at times. You know, you think uh, it looks like you have the game won, and then you do everything in your own power to mess it up. Uh, so I, I still think it empowers Oklahoma. I don't, I don't think it – I think they are vulnerable, but I think if anything when they keep coming back from games like this, I think it just empowers them.
1: Obviously, if you make it to Oklahoma City, you're pretty darn good. But as you analyze the teams here, Michelle, what team do you think has the best chance on paper to beat Oklahoma?
12: Well, I think that um, I think I think Oklahoma Stanford is going to be an interesting game right out of the, the shoot okay. because Nigerie Kennedy, the freshman pitcher for Stanford, if she throws a good game, she is tough. I mean, she's just a super talented. Throws hard, has a good changeup, moves the ball around. Um, the the problem for Stanford is they're offensively not as powerful as um, the majority of teams that you know typically will make it to the women's college world series. So I, I think that that will be a, a challenging game for Oklahoma out of the shoot. The other team that I think potentially um, matches up well against them is Tennessee. I think Tennessee is another very complete team that has a good pitching staff. They've got good defense and they have an offense. I think that, you know, might be able to put some runs up against the Oklahoma pitchers. Um, and then, of course, there's Oklahoma State, which obviously Oklahoma and Oklahoma State know each other very well mm-hmm. playing in the regular season. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Oklahoma State um, is starting to, you know, they played great at the beginning of the season. They kind of really hit a rough patch toward the end of the season and now they're starting to. To get their mojo back, so um, you know it, I think that'll be interesting. And then, of course, Florida State as well. With uh, Kat Sandercock is um, you know a premier pitcher. She has throws a lot of drop balls, so she keeps the ball low and can mostly keep it in the park. Um, but Florida State also played Oklahoma earlier this year and lost to them.
1: You know, a, a team that has been kind of an I don't want to say odd, Michelle, but Alabama has been sort yeah. of up and down because you know they they've done very well, obviously, but. Montana Fouts wasn't available for a lot of this, and now she is. I, I think he gets a lot of credit, I think, for getting Alabama to the World Series. I've got to tell you, sometimes during the year, I wasn't sure they'd make it this far.
12: No, absolutely. Even when Montana was healthy, I did not uh, think they – I thought they could make it, but it would be very difficult. It really would uh, depend on their offense stepping up. And Once she got injured, I I, was seri- I seriously thought they might have a hard time getting through their regional just because central arkansas was in that um regional now central arkansas ended up you know stubbing their toe and didn't even make it to the championship so you know kudos to uh alabama to get through regionals without even using montana and then they were able to use their super regionals against northwestern um you know and they came back and won after losing game one and i think it's a game one winners when the super regionals 81 percent of the time so for them to come back and win games two and three was, was pretty impressive. And the fact now that they do have Alabama, um, excuse me, Montana available, I, I think it just it also empowers that club, you know, and I think their offense has kind of stepped up since she's been injured.
1: From your perspective as somebody who was a great player and has been now a broadcaster for a while, this is a sport that's really popular. And, it, you know, men, women, young, old, ratings are great. Why, in your view, Michelle, is your sport – so popular
12: I think it's a great TV sport Um, I think it's quick I think the women are athletic Um, I think it's compelling you know, people that don't play the sport look at the pitchers and are like, wow, how can they throw the ball so hard underhand like that? Um, <laughs> you know, so I, I think it captivates people. I do think we have to be careful with the length of our game. You know, baseball's been pretty cognizant of pace of play, knowing that they needed to make some changes, both at the major league and college baseball levels. Um, and I think we're going to be at that you know, that area too. I think that we have to be very careful with. With the with our sport that our games don't get too long, um, but I, I think it's a combination of things. But obviously, the amount of effort that ESPN and Megaronowitz and all the great you know men and women at, at uh, ESPN they've put in a lot of time to make sure that the sport um, you know is seen. And I think if you if you show it, you'll grow it.
1: Last question: Offensively, it's just off the charts. I think I mentioned this to you when I started doing Gator softball back in the '90s. It was you know, Chelsea Sakizzi one nothing two one. You're home in an hour and a half. The offenses yeah. have certainly blossomed now. What's what's caused the, the offense the offensive explosion in the sport?
12: So I think it's technology. I think the ball is um, a little bit harder. I think the bats are obviously a lot bouncier. So you've got um, a strike zone that's different. We've done a lot of things to really uh, increase the game on the hitting side of it, and and basically. Um, so empower the offense and, and almost take, um, you know, take a lot away from the pitchers. I think the strike zone, I think, you know, we kind of spoke about this. Mm-hmm. I think the strike zone needs to be seriously looked at because the problem is nowadays is a pitcher will beat a hitter. When, when I say that, I mean, get them out on their front foot, jam them up. Um, they'll hit the ball off the end of the bat. I can't tell you how many times I've seen. Um, a hitter on their front foot, the, that launch angle off of the bat, um, <laughs> yeah. absolutely way too high, and the ball still leaves the park. You know, so the pitcher wins the battle and loses the war. Um, you know, getting the hitter to miss hit it just because of the technology in the ball nowadays. So I think we need to do some really, um, you know, soul searching in our sport and say, okay, what do we want? What should women's fast pitch be? In my opinion, again, this is just my opinion, but in my opinion, it should not be. Um, Eight to ten, ten to twelve. There shouldn't be eighteen to twenty runs being scored a game. Like to me, that's a football game. You know, I mean, <laughs> we should be we should be scoring, in my opinion, anywhere from three to maybe eight game uh, runs a game, like total for the game, not per team, but for the game. I think anytime we're over eight runs in a game, you know, for the entire game, both teams, I think we're now starting to see. You know too much offense. if you go back and look at the number of one two three innings, it's very rare nowadays when I call a game and score it that I'm actually recording a one two three inning and and to me that's a problem because it's fast pitch. It was built around the the dominance of the pitcher and and we've you know the pendulum has gone from one direction to the complete opposite
1: okay. Smoking like a pitcher. That's true, Michelle. I'm, 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 <laughs> hey, Smoking.
12: Hit now. Come on. Give me some kudos. I was a good hitter. <laughs> no,
1: I know you were, too. I know that. Um, appreciate your time, as always, and appreciate you taking the time, especially going over there. But uh, have fun with this, and, and we'll see how these teams do. Thank you very much.
12: All right. Absolutely. Thank Take you, care. Michelle.
1: Yep. You. Michelle Smith, ESPN, talking uh, college softball. It is a really, really popular sport. There's no question about it. And it's fun to watch, but I do agree with her. I, I, and again, as an old pitcher, I, I, I just don't want to see cheap homers. And I, I think the way she put it is really good that a pitcher can win the battle but lose the war. Hour 2 coming up. Stay with us. ESPN, one FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
9: Mike
1: Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee-only fiduciary financial
12: advisor, and you always have a glass-half-full perspective. But the economic news is discouraging a lot of us.
3: Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural.
9: Things aren't always good. They aren't always bad. But there are far too many
3: advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics Mm -hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen. You'll be more confident moving forward. And that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan.
12: And Talon is happy to do that complimentary. 352-751-3200. 352 751 Or guardingyournestegg.com. Non-private wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss. And there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Or a license number D056341.
3: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor.
0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
1: Our two of Sports Scene begins for this Tuesday. Zach is producing. Good first hour. Our thanks to ESPN's Kyle Peterson, ESPN's Michelle Smith. We're talking college baseball and college softball, respectively. We want to hear from you and talk some college football or uh, baseball or softball and even college football, because again, the SEC meetings are going on in Destin. Only one person's responded to this. So I'm going to throw it out there for the second hour. Would you prefer an eight game SEC schedule or a nine game SEC schedule tell me why the commissioner seems to favor nine but and that seemed to be a slam dunk a month ago not so fast we'll see Joe says Shell Thomas and the nine hole went two for 22 in the tournament in order for Gator baseball to get to Omaha and do well there that's got to get better and CAGS has to figure it out. I, I see the point. But sometimes you can be you can have a bad start and win the game. Because you're very rarely, I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but very rarely does everything go on every cylinder. So you may have to overcome a bad start or a couple of hitters you know that are in a slump other guys got to pick it up but I see the point Adrian says you mentioned the committee chairman Cohen he's actually getting some raised eyebrows in the college baseball world well I didn't say it was perfect the committee pretty much went chalk with the RPI to determine the 16 regional sites. except the 13 RPI, RPI Campbell who didn't get a regional instead Auburn number 19 did uh where cohen's the athletic director, awful optics at a minimum well he's the chairman, but he 's not the only person on the committee but if you look at it from you know that smallish point of view i see the i see the talk I see why, and again it wasn 't perfect, nobody you know claiming it was, but I think overall he's been given. The committee was given props for doing a pretty good job. Uh, And again, the SEC tying a record with 10 teams in the tournament. It's the fourth time 10 have been in there. 2014, 2018, 2019, and a record eight teams. uh, Half the field for regional hosts are SEC teams. That's pretty good. And then uh, the College World Series begins June 16th. Pretty soon. All right, let's get to uh, Porter, Porter High.
13: Hey, Steve. Um, yeah, I actually uh, made, made a, uh, note, notes about the uh, RPI and that was, Campbell was the highest that didn't host at 13 and Dallas Baptist, I think, was 15. Um, and the two that uh, that were outside the top 16 that did host was uh, uh, Auburn and... Uh, Oklahoma, let say was 14. I, I forget who the other there was, one other, but, but basically followed it. And Campbell is the highest you would expect them to go to either the 15 or 16 seed, and they went to the, the 15 seed in South Carolina. So at least along those lines, they they seemed to, to you know at least follow uh, the form the format as they they laid it out. Um, but they seemed to change after that. And while the the West Coast teams didn't get um, maybe they weren't repre- I mean, they weren't represented in the RPI, maybe as Kyle Peterson and, and a lot of other people thought they should be fl- showing the flaw in the system. They did seem to get representation as far as where they thought they were outside of those top sixteens, like I uh, uh, Oregon and or Oregon State I think were were um should have been seated lower based on RPI purely. And uh so it's weird. I don't know if you're gonna say that we're following to the ones that then not follow it below that. it, it seems to kind of either penalize um, one side or the other for for playing either a tougher team or uh, you know reward a team by playing an, an easier team. Um, if you're gonna, it seems to me if you're gonna go with it, you pretty much got to stick with it all the way through, and they 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 really didn't didn't seem to. Um, but do, have you had a chance to look at that? What's your take on that as far as not the top 15, but after that?
1: Uh, I haven't looked at it that closely to be honest, uh, because every year I know there's going to be you know somebody who says well this didn't work or that should have happened or whatever. I look at the overall field, so I try to do it. And again, I think overall, did a pretty good job. Can you nitpick here and there? Sure, you can.
4: Yeah,
13: and I'm not complaining. I was just, it was just one thing that came, jumped out at me. They, awful lot, the SECs are paired, six of the teams are paired, theoretically, if they they go into the Super Regionals. I mean, you've got as many teams as the SEC has. You, You can't avoid that. But it seemed to me like they were kind of, um, hope, you know, hoping quote unquote air quotes that uh, they get paired up a little bit because I don't think they want to see seven SEC teams in Omaha no matter what you know um, I I can't help but think that's in the back of their mind I'm sure they would never admit it uh, Did you get a chance to ask any question like that of Kyle and did he or, did you give up any any hint as far as that, as far as pairing SEC teams up against each other or or trying not to? I know normally in basketball they, 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 they try as hard as they can to not have um, conference foes in the, in the, in the, the seeded teams in the same bracket until it gets to, you know, to the lead eight.
14: Um, well, Florida
1: would be with South Carolina if it held a chalk.
13: Right, and, and uh, Kentucky and uh, LSU, I think five and 12. And there was, uh, there was one other um, – and the uh, Vandy is one that's not; they're not paired up.
1: I um, see. Here's the Alabama, thing: Alabama. let's take the SEC out of this. If you have as many teams as the, S- as the SEC got, or whatever league gets, well, you got to pair them up somewhere. And sure. and if the idea is, if you're going to make, to me, the most important thing is getting the seating. If it happens, the SEC matches the SEC. So what? it's the seeding that's important.
13: Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. And I, it just seemed to me that there was a little bit of a I got underlying. It. No matter what, we don't want to have too many SEC teams. And this is one way to, to prevent it. You know, between these two regionals, there can only be one team and thus only one SEC team coming.
1: All right. I'm not
15: complaining. I just, yeah, just I got you. Like, All right. Porter. Games. Thank you.
1: D in South Florida. Hello. Hey,
15: what's up? Uh, Steve, uh, Celtics right quick, Steve. Um, uh, failure, man, complete failure. First of all, let me give credit to the Heat. Uh, you know they were staring down some, you know, infamous history had they lost yesterday, but they, uh, you know, they they took it head on and they competed and they, you know, they kicked the Celtics' butt. And you know the Celtics got what they deserve, Steve. Uh, you know they they played around all playoffs, thinking that talent would eventually over, you know, overcome some of these teams, but they met a team that was more mentally tougher, uh, better coached and just uh more together as a team and uh you know had they play with had they played with this type of urgency from game one like they did four through six uh the series would be over but when you mess around and leave a team uh you know in a series uh this is what you get and Miami took full advantage so uh you, you gotta credit Miami totally.
1: I'll meet you halfway with that. Uh credit Miami, yes, because let's flip that script, right? What if Miami had lost this game? What would we be saying about Miami?
15: Well, they'd be the joke of the year. Okay. One game. Right.
1: One game. And that is what my issue is sometimes with people who evaluate this. Okay? Because this can be flipped. Either way you want to flip it when you have a Game 7 like this, especially the way it happened where – you know, the Heat were up 3 nothing. People were ripping the Celtics, and rightfully so, okay? They come back, and it's 3-3. Give the Celtics credit for that. They came off the floor and had a chance to go to the finals. And yeah, they didn't play well. The injury didn't help either. And when you shoot threes and don't make them, eh, that's going to come back to bite you. And they didn't play great defense last night either. So, I hear you, and I don't necessarily disagree, D, but sometimes, you know, when they, they didn't get, they got punked in one game, I give them credit for for coming off the deck when they could have been embarrassed, and w- how embarrassing would it have been for Miami if they'd have lost this game?
14: Right,
15: but all you had to do was listen to Al Horford. He said it was a failure. He goes, we had championship aspirations, and we didn't deliver, and, you know, you're talking about the injury. Uh, well, we all know what Miami's injuries were, mm-hmm. and... You know, Steve, like I like I said, man. If you don't mess around in some of these games, maybe you're sitting home uh, like Denver. Because uh, when you start playing extra games, you you're susceptible 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 to these type of things. Anyone could get injured at any time. And like I said, when you mess around with these teams that you should be putting away earlier, uh, it come back to bite you. And it looked it looked like Boston had. You know, there's a reason why no teams come back from O three three because it's. Mentally and physically draining. And it just like, looked like Boston had nothing left in the tank last night.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's hard to do. I don't care what sport you're in. You know, it's happened, but not very often in sports. But, again, I understand from an athlete's perspective when Al says what he said. Because if you are saying, as an athlete, if you are saying as a fan base it's it's either win it it's either win a championship or bust. We failed. That I just don't, I I don't get that. I don't.
15: Well, Steve it's based is again we talked it's based on the expectation. Like if Miami loses to the finals of Denver, I don't think their fan base is going to be up in arms because they were an AC. No one expected them to be here. If Denver loses, there's it's, it's going to be there's going to be crying in the streets because they were the number one seed, the best team in the Western Conference, and I think they're they're going to be the favorite, you know, rightfully so. So, like I, it's, it's based on expectation and, and the talent.
1: I don't disagree. I guess it's just the phraseology that's being used, because, again, I'll take Gator baseball. I wonder how many in this fan base now. Because they're the number two overall national seed, right? If you don't get to Omaha, there's going to be some people that will say the season's a bust, even though they won a conference championship. They're getting a ring for that. But, you know, everybody's entitled to that.
15: Yep. Be good,
14: Steve. Appreciate
1: you, D. Thank you. Get to Bernard real quick here. Bernard, hello. Hey,
14: Steve, you were making a point. It's like we're a prisoner of the moment and these sports talk shows come on one game you know these guys have different narratives if the Celtics win is one thing if they if the uh Heat win is another thing and when you when you listen to this stuff it reminds me it's very similar to Florida Gator sports you you you, you know you could go either way you know uh right now Jimmy Butler Miami sports the talk of the town because they won last night game and 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 watching it, Steve, I, I watch bits and pieces of it. Uh, they're not my favorite team. Uh, do I do I do like Jason Tatum. I think that Boston, you know, sometimes you lose, you want to make these wholesale changes. I really think Boston needs to give Missoula a chance. I think he needs to get a one or two experienced veteran coaches on his staff. I don't think you know you, you throw them out because they lost. In a game seven series. And also, Steve, these guys on TV talking about, well, Jason Tatum went a quarter and he didn't score. And I didn't watch it. So I started watching the last couple of games. And I see why, Steve, if you're throwing up threes, sometimes they go in and sometimes they don't go in. The Celtics needs to get them or somebody inside some interior scoring back to the basket, and I think Jason Tatum needs to round out his game in terms of a low post game of posting up smaller players. You know what Michael Jordan and uh, and what Kobe Bryant did at the, the latter part of their career when they lost that athleticism. But, Steve, if you keep chunking up three-point shots, you, you, I mean, you may go a quarter – and not score. That's, that's why you have to have some diversity to your game when you're trying to score and be one of the all time greats. Steve, you have a great day. with will okay. talk later. Bernard,
1: thank you. 116, Time Check brought to you by Hey Shillery, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 981 FM,
2: 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Kevin Martinez. Starting in Gator Baseball news, the Gators will start their regional tournament in Gainesville on Friday after securing the number two seed in the nation. Staying on the diamond, the Tampa Bay Rays are set to take on the Chicago Cubs to start their three-game series tonight. The Rays are sending Shane McClanahan on the mound tonight. Coverage for that game will be right here at 7.30. In Gator Golf, the NCAA Golf Semifinals will continue to be played this afternoon in Scottsdale, Arizona. And in the NBA... The finals are upon us as the Miami Heat will take on the Denver Nuggets starting on Thursday. The Heat are coming off of a big Game Seven win last night against the Celtics. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kevin Martinez.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
1: I want to specifically talk to Florida healthcare workers out there, or if you know somebody who works in the healthcare industry, I've got news that will save you money it's pretty simple you need to switch your current financial institution to the credit union i've been using for over 30 years it's called my healthcare federal credit union and it's right here in gainesville here's a way i save if you have a high credit card interest rate my hcfcu has a low fixed rate card with no annual or balance transfer fees if you're looking to, get, to buy a vehicle a new car loan perhaps they can give you the same low interest rate on new and used cars. Used car rates are typically higher at other institutions, and you can even get your paycheck as an option a couple of days early. Who wouldn't want that? I've been a member for over 30 years and can't say enough good things about my Healthcare Federal Credit Union, and they'll do the same great job for you. To find out more, visit myhcfcu.org. That's myhcfcu.org.
3: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor.
7: You know our partners, TireRack.com, you know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I just learned Discover Credit Cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash
6: match. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
5: This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
1: You know what's amazing in this day and age when anything just about is available and people ask about tickets or What time the game is. My goodness. Um, Okay. I'm not into tickets. But this is what I believe is right. Um, A season ticket holder for Gator Baseball has a deadline, I believe, of 4 o'clock today to get your season tickets for the all-session regional pass. Tomorrow... Uh, beginning at 10 in the morning, the general public can order all session regional reserve passes. And Berm, all session passes are available now, and then Thursday, single game tickets go on sale. So I hope that answers a couple of questions that I got via email about tickets. Uh, Irv, okay, I just mentioned that, so hopefully, and if you want more information, go to the Gator website. It's all there for you. Uh, George says, anybody knows UConn is the number nine ranked team in the country? Are they overranked? Well, here's the thing. If you win 40-something games, you're doing something right. So are they overranked? I don't know. Find out. I said, they've won a lot in the Big East. Don't know much about Xavier or any other Big East team. It doesn't seem right. The number two Nationals, he has to play another top ten team. Why isn't UConn hosting their own regional? Uh, I, I think it's exactly right, George, to be honest. Because if you look at their strength of schedule, things like that, you know, who did – UConn, I believe, has now gone to five straight regionals. I, I believe that's right. So they've had a pretty good baseball program. And again, you can win forty something games, but in the Big East, it doesn't it doesn't mean you're as good as maybe the fifth best SEC team. So again, ranked another top ten team. I think you look at their numbers and they're out slugging people. But that's Go, go to some of the other regionals, and you're still going to see, you know, good teams in those regionals. Three nine two eight two five five. you can email srussell at wruf.com. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and go over every regional with you, um, but you got to put people someplace. If you're the number two overall national seed, you're not going to play – the last three teams in the field that's just not because again what people forget you, you there's a number two seed and you can be ranked number nine but according to the committee you, because if that's the game it's strictly by just a ranking right but it, it takes no account who you've played who your competition is things like that but give them credit for all of that, they are that they are ranked that high. Uh Al, great question. He says, we've discussed this. Do you think Sully uh mixes up his pitching rotation to face Florida AM? Historically, he's not done that. Could he? Yeah. And I, I get I get the thought process, right? And again, I, let, let, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say this as the worst case scenario, okay. Meaning no disrespect to Florida A&M. Cag starts Friday and struggles. Well, do you want him to struggle against Texas Tech, or struggle against Florida A&M? And if you the other thing is you can't think this way, but let's just suppose that Florida goes out and loses a game. And now you're going to rely on Cags, who can do this. He had a bad outing the other day. I mean, Max Scherzer has a bad outing, right? Justin Verlander has a bad outing. But they have 162 games to overcome it. So we'll see. Mike says, UF's 2-2 two and two with Virginia. Uh... Uh playing the eighteenth if he holds on would put u f in the semis yeah we're gonna we're keeping a track we're keeping track of that, and thank you for that, Mike. It's pretty amazing what Florida's done in making this run, and they've had to come back you know several times to do it, so and they're in match play now by the way, if people didn't know that's what happens to get to the championship uh Larry. Says, is Florida at a number two seed too high? No. Regular season SEC champion? No. No. I mean, if they were three or four, would anybody, you know, quibble? Probably not. But, uh, no, I think that's about right. Kevin? uh, Softball. He says... Oklahoma or the field? I could ask this almost all the time. Oklahoma or the field? Oklahoma. And I, don't, I normally take the field. But till somebody knocks them off, and Clemson almost did, give them credit. But, you no, know, somebody has to beat them. So I'm taking Oklahoma. It's amazing what Oklahoma's done in two sports. Isn't that amazing when they're done gymnastics and softball? Pretty amazing uh one more email here. this is uh mark Steve loved the show uh I understand your point about failure. he puts failure in parentheses, but sometimes if 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 a team or an organization says it's it's uh finals or the world series or whatever it is are bust and it's not made well then Some would consider that a failure. Do you agree? I guess it's the word failure, okay? Because if that's the case, all but one team fails. That's it. I mean, what team, for example, anybody in a regional right now, including Florida A&M, is saying, College World Series. We want to win the College World Series. And if we don't, the season's a bust. I just don't don't buy that. Disappointing, yes. Especially if you're Florida, or a team like Florida. You, with their ranking and what they're doing, not getting to Omaha would be a disappointment. No question. If you get to Omaha and don't win it, is it disappointing? Yes. Is it a failure? Hell no. You got the, the World Series. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF.
0: If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first, ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF.
3: What is Clear Sound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, Clear Sound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. Clear Sound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Come shop Memorial Day deals now at Lowe's. This summer make your outdoor oasis flourish for less with four for ten dollars stay green garden soil and save on appliances with up to an additional one thousand dollars off select major kitchen appliances. Find savings across the store today. Lowe's knows home improvement. About through five thirty one. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii while supplies last. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusions apply. See store or Lowe's.com for details. When you order food for work on EasyCater.com, we've got your back. Real humans are here to help with your order every step of the way, making sure everything goes right, even behind the scenes without you knowing, confirming and double-confirming with the restaurant that everything is on track. If there's a problem,
11: thanks for calling EasyCater.
3: Call us anytime, day or night, and we'll answer in seconds. We're right here with 100,000 restaurants, working hard to ensure the food arrives on time and is ordered. Order 24-7 at EasyCater.com.
4: Eating good is about more than just tasty food. Eating good is about doing good, too. And that's exactly what Fresh From Florida is all about. Supporting local Florida farmers, creating jobs in our communities, and, of course, making sure you can enjoy all the fresh flavors Florida has to offer. Because produce tastes better when it's grown closer to home. So eat good tonight. Look for the sunny Fresh From Florida logo where you shop. Learn more at followfreshfromflorida.com.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
9: Partly cloudy skies will see us through the afternoon with temperatures reaching into the upper 80s to near 90. There is an isolated chance for a late day shower or thunderstorm. I do think those chances will be a little bit more isolated in nature though, many of us remaining dry today. Rain chances bump up just a little bit tomorrow, so too will the increased cloud cover decrease in temperatures highs in the mid 80s tomorrow. From UF Weather Center, I'm Meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. If I were an A's fan, I would start some type of a complete no-show with stadiums empty for the rest of the season. I think they've already had that protest.
7: Now, the Raiders are out of there. Uh, the Raiders moved to Vegas. Now, the A's are moving to Vegas. You know, when you go to that stadium, I've only been there once, and I'm sure it didn't get any better. The Dan Patrick Show.
0: Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. On Deck with Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell Wednesday mornings at 11 Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM 8.50 AM WRUF And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues Here on ESPN 98.1 FM 8.50 AM WRUF And on your phone with the WRUF radio app
1: I'm glad today we got some NBA calls because it was great drama in Game Seven, and my producer Zach's a big Celtics dude, and I know he's disappointed, but I, I guess now here's here's where I'm because I have a history background. I look at things historically and a lot of people look at it in the moment and I understand it, but a history background, I think gives perspective. The Celtics, wasn't it like two days before the season started, realized their head coach was fired, gone. Well, that in and of itself could lead to problems even though this coach was on the staff, but wasn't the head coach. They overcame that. Were they too reliant on the three? You could argue that. Okay. But now the question becomes, because again, they they had a new coach who took them to a conference final. If you look at it that way, That's pretty good. Now, do they have things they have to get better at and work at? I I mean, Zach would know more than me. But, you know, do they become less reliant on the three? But the three-point shot in basketball now is a big deal. Right? And what, what happens when you shoot threes? You make them, it's great. You don't, well... You could have a wide open three. It's not a bad shot, but it's a bad shot, it didn't go in. And that's the trouble. Okay. So I don't know. I, I just I just have a problem with somebody saying or people saying that it's a failure. You got to the conference final. Denver perspective, okay? Do they were the best team in the West. But disappoint if Denver doesn't win the championship, it would certainly be a bigger blow to them than the Heat cuz most people thought the Heat would never get here. People thought Denver would get here. So I get that. But once again, you get to the conference final all right, I got 20 minutes here, maybe a little more. 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Uh, let's see here. It looks like the Sixers are going to hire Nick Nurse. And isn't that funny? And that's how this, this game gets played, right? Can't coach over here. So wh- what if, What if I'm a fan of that franchise your new coach is going to be somebody who was just fired. That happens. David, hello.
5: Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just want to talk about the game six. Uh, it, you know, I, and I and I know probably a lot of people disagree with me on this. I mean, I'm not. First of all, let me preface this by saying I'm not a huge NBA basketball fan. I watch the playoffs. I don't watch the regular season. Uh, I'm a Heat fan but that the rule uh, where you get the ball at half court and the last two minutes if you call a timeout to me it's a it's a terrible rule um I just think you know like NCAA basketball you have to you have to go the full length of the court in that situation, correct I think so yes yeah um what's your opinion on that rule i mean i get it i get it it creates. A lot of no, we would we wouldn't have had that drama at the end of the game. So I understand. There's your argument for that, but I still think it's just an unfair advantage to get it in half court versus having to take it the full length of the court. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't have an issue with that. Particularly, um, I do think it adds a little excitement, and it's the same for everybody. So I don't have a problem with
5: it. Okay. Um, Now, as far as Gator baseball goes, do you know, have you had a chance to to look at their opponents at all? Do you you know much about them? Yes,
1: Um, yes. I think the common thread with all of them is they have struggled pitching-wise. If you look at, you know, if you go by ERA, that sort of thing, they've struggled. Um, Texas Tech is not a good defensive team. Uh, and, you know, Florida A&M had to win its conference tournament to get here. And credit to Jamie Shute for doing that. So if I had to just generalize, I would say good hitting. Their strength is hitting. And their weakness is pitching.
5: Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate that information. And one more question. <clears throat> Should the Gators uh, be fortunate enough to come out of the regional any idea who who their super regional put it might be?
15: Whoever the
1: whoever comes out of the Carolina regional. No
5: okay. guess. I got you. All right, Steve. Appreciate
1: it. Okay, David. Thank you. Yep, that's how that goes. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> this is interesting. How about this, Zach? Kudos to Bruce here. They fired a doc and hired a nurse. I hadn't thought of that. Very clever, Bruce. Good job. Very clever. I should I should have. I, I'm madam. I, I should have. I should have caught that. I should have come up with that one. Good job. Uh, Tampa Mike says UF won its quarterfinal match. Plow plays the winner of FSU Illinois in the semis later today. Yeah, well, good for them. Uh, David emails. It says, Steve, what do you consider then to be a failed season? Oh, gosh. that thats I can't answer that. I think it depends on what your expectation is, right? I've said this before. If your expectation is to win a championship, if you think your team is good enough to win a championship and you don't, I guess it's the use of the word failure because then everybody else, there's only one team that doesn't fail. Only one team doesn't fail. So I guess I have a bigger issue with that. Tennessee Mike, hello.
16: Hey, Steve. have got a little uh, NBA for you and a little f- uh, football as usual. Hey, Steve, um, you know, we, Super Bowl ticket prices are ridiculous. We all know how that goes. That's more of an event. The Code crowd comes out. But uh, what about those Celtics fans peeling off probably $1,500, $1,600 last night?
1: If you got the money, you spend it.
16: Yeah, that's right. It's great entertainment. We talk a lot about, you know, what gets fans off the couch and into these venues. <laughs> that doesn't help, does it? Pay, pay 1600 bucks for the water seat in the gym and see your team lose a game seven.
1: That's a chance you take, right?
16: Let me ask you an economics question, Steve, even though this is a sports show. Why do people pay so much for sports when they give the product away for free? What
1: do you mean give the product away for free? You mean like a television? You
16: know, you're in there you're in there in the venue, you get to see, you're not having to see what the camera wants you to see. I've heard I've asked this question to people I talked to. They give the product away for free. I mean you could sit there, you know, on your couch and see the entire game or you could pay two thousand dollars and walk in a gym. What's the what's the big uh, impetus to do
1: that well you can't see the entire game you you can see what television shows you but they can't show you the entire venue and you can see that when you're there and i'm not going to speak for every fan because i don't but i think it's the it's part of being in a crowd it's part of sharing something that you know everybody else shares And there's nothing like it when you win. Everybody loves a winner. I don't care what sport it is, right? Yeah. So that's the answer.
16: It's a different experience. Yeah, that's what I was expecting you to give me. Of course, I imagine you've been getting into these Gator games for free most of your adult life, but you go to a Jets game here and there. Are you one of those guys that has to be in the stadium or are you content to watch it on your couch if you're paying?
1: Either. I mean, If I can go, like when the Jets were in Jacksonville, I went to see him play. But I to, I, if I have a chance to watch a game from here, then I'll watch them.
16: Every fan's unique, but I've turned into one of those couch fans, I think, Steve. I think probably a little bit of getting older, and everybody's got their own reason. Hey, Steve, two things for you. On the, when's it the, we going to hear about this schedule deal over in Destin, or do you think we're going to get a 1-7, or what's the other deal, a 3-6?
1: The last, uh, you know, Sankey apparently met with the media uh, yesterday, and his preference seems to be nine games for the league schedule. Um, I'm told, not so fast, my friend, that is a big push and coming from Nick Saban as well to make it eight. I think what's going to happen, and I, I don't I've not talked to anybody there. My my instinct tells me they're gonna keep it at eight and then when Texas and Oklahoma come in, they'll revisit this.
16: You really ripped his band-aid right off I, i'm shocked to hear you say that i figured they'd want to skin the cat right now
1: No, nope. i i think i think because there's so much difference in this that there isn't a clear-cut consensus to do it so i think leave it for this year because they're not here yet and then revisit that's what i mean you're asking my opinion i think that's what's going to happen
16: well see if they go one seven the big winners obviously tennessee you know that right
1: in what in what terms?
16: Because Tennessee's going to get locked up with Vanderbilt in the one seven.
1: Uh, probably yes.
16: Yeah, but you know, but the last fifteen years, the whole Saban dynasty, Tennessee's been playing Alabama every year. While Alabama, while uh, Florida and Georgia have been missing Saban. I guess it all shakes out. But there's a there's a bank shot. Hey, last thing for you, Steve um, uh, Terry Bowden. He's kind of had a good couple of last years. I've got an Auburn fan. Here's my last question for you. We all remember the early 90s and how hot he was. How do you explain Terry Bowden's career? I mean, he got fired at Auburn, I guess, for a bad year or two, but he's remained employed. Um, It looks like Florida State never took a sniff at him. What's your overall thought of uh, Terry Bowden as a coach? And hang in there.
1: All right. Thank you. Um, uh, Overall thought. I'll start with this. I've had a personal relationship with Terry Bowden in – quotations um he when he left coaching uh he was in the media for a while uh i got to know him that way uh he was always very kind to me uh so you know i have a a lot of good to say about him um, because he was uh in the media came on the show uh quite a bit um how is he as a coach I mean, obviously, he coached in the SEC and had some success there. Uh, I believe 1992 uh, took over for, for Pat Dye, uh, but then, you know, like any other, like a lot of other coaches, it didn't work out for him. And it's interesting, though, why he did not get hired at a bigger school, because if you remember when he left Auburn, he went to ABC and did a lot of local stuff here. Uh, went to Orlando, right? Um, and then when you're out that long, you're not going to get back in it and, and get hired by Notre Dame. So he went to the smaller school because he wanted to continue to coach, but it just never worked out um, where he was hired at a bigger place. So uh, long answer to a short question um, decent coach at Auburn not great but decent 146 time check brought to you by ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF
0: Gainesville Sports Center here's what's trending now on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF
15: good afternoon I'm Ellie Shreve in Gators men's golf Fred Biondi has been crowned the 2023 individual national champion He became one of three Gators to ever earn the title. Meanwhile, the Florida men's golf team advanced to the match play for the first time in program history with the quarterfinals and semifinals taking place today. In Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays look to bounce back tonight against the Cubs after falling 1-0 in the first of a three-game series. You can catch coverage right here at 7.30. In the NBA, the Miami Heat took Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals, defeating the Boston Celtics 103-84. The Heat will next take on the Nuggets in Game One of the Finals on Thursday. Thatcher Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shree.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Maury
16: of Exceptional Dentistry listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
4: Then I was going in to have chemo and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, as to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my health care team and the family that's behind me and that Dr. R called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is
15: Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome,
12: we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com
14: automotive,
1: we get the bugs out of your car. Oh, yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975 take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out.
2: Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs.
3: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. The Gators.
5: To the wall, it's a grand slam. A grand slam for Ryan The
0: Rattlers. First pitch for the Gainesville Regional begins Friday evening at 530. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This
5: ball is out of here, and BT has just walked it off.
0: And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
3: This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
5: This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: All right, we're in the home stretch today. Tomorrow, Max Chadwick from Pro Football Focus will talk a little college football with you. Mary Wise, Gator Volleyball coach, will come on talk about her schedule for this upcoming season and the challenges she may or may not face when it comes to recruiting now in the NIL world, uh, you know, that sort of thing. So she'll be with us tomorrow. Um... I think this is Tampa, Mike. I'm not sure. Uh, It says advancing the ball to half court. The NCAA does it only for women's game. In the NBA, the team inbounding the ball must have a full timeout remaining to advance the ball. I did know that. Uh, So it does add a bit of strategy into saving a timeout for the end of the game or a half or even a quarter uh, to a lesser degree. Um, And, uh, okay, now. Let me get to a couple of more emails, but still time uh, for your questions, calls, and comments. 392-8255. Uh, Bill says, uh Proud of Gator Baseball. Um, I don't think the season would be a bust if they lose, but it would be a disappointment. Oh, okay. Yes. I mean, Why? When there's so many things to talk about in terms of the sports world, sometimes folks get focused on minutia. Right? W- what? Okay. Disappointed, failure, whatever. Yeah, I-, I get that. Lee in Lake City. Long suggested keeping an eight-game SEC schedule in Florida's best interest and a level playing field. If we play either an eight- or a nine-game schedule, UF will play Georgia, so no advantages either way. The eight-game SEC would become easy math. The remaining 14 teams can be rotated through, and everybody plays everybody within two seasons and even accomplishes both home and away within four seasons. The requirement to play at least one power five non-con is to UF's advantage due to having to play FSU every year, so all the remaining 15 SEC will need to schedule such an opponent as well. The thing that I think has stuck in Greg Sankey's crawl here, and correct me if I'm wrong, Florida, I'm, I'm sorry, the SEC went to an additional league game in COVID, didn't they, in the COVID year? And Sankey noticed the ratings. And those games' ratings were way up. He saw that. By the way, Jack Caglione has been named a John Oleroot Award Award winner finalist. Um, He's also joined. uh, He's one of five. The others, a first baseman, left-hander from San Diego State, a right-hander first baseman from Clemson, a right-hander infielder from Eastern Illinois, and a lefty infielder from Wichita State. So, hope he does well. Um, That's going to be presented, by the way, by the College Baseball Foundation that is later this summer. And I I looked it up. Brian Johnson had won that award. I I think in 2007, something along those lines. Uh, But congratulations to CAGS, Certainly a nice honor. All right. Uh a couple of more emails. Time for a quick call if you have one. I'm I'm a little uh surprised that more people haven't weighed in on the eight or a nine game SEC schedule. I just thought uh there'd be more of an opinion when it comes to that, but maybe folks don't have an opinion uh when it comes to that. Uh however, I can tell you this the Commissioner wants this settled and fast and I get it okay Um, he said uh, I would prefer not to continue to circle the airport with the airplane very Sankey-ish so remember an eight-game conference schedule one permanent opponent seven rotators a nine-game three permanent opponents and six rotators. And either way, there will not be divisions. Um, And how this works, it's going to be by vote of each school by a simple majority. So eight schools. Got to figure this out. Um, Now, once again, I really thought nine was going to happen. And I was for that. I I want more league games. I want to see teams on a more uh, consistent basis. Um, but, and I was wrong on the year. I was, it was 2020 with the COVID year. Because that was a 10-game conference-only schedule. And here's what he had to say. I looked it up. The viewership in our network that year was at a record level because we weren't playing the same kind of games that don't draw the passion a conference game does. I also know when you look at economics, the ticket pricing around high-level conference games is very different than an FCS or a Group of Five game. So those are elements that, to me, are front and center. It doesn't mean everybody's going to agree with that perspective, but those are the elements that will continue to be part of The conversation if you go to an eight game schedule and one permanent opponent could Auburn Georgia or Alabama Tennessee go away perhaps and remember Texas and Oklahoma do not have a vote in this they're going to be at the meetings this week but they have no vote they have no say until they uh, officially will join the league So, that's good. All right. Final email from Victor. Steve, I listened to your show. I don't call or email. But I'm just hoping that Gator baseball goes back to Omaha. It's been a while for Sully. It's been a while for the program. And while it's great to see the SEC still be the greatest conference in the country, I don't want to be overtaken by some of those SEC teams. So let's get back to Omaha and have our rightful place at the SEC table. Yeah, pretty well said. Pretty well said. All right, tomorrow again, Max Chadwick, Pro Football Focus, Mary Wise, Gator Volleyball. We'll talk about her schedule for next year, or this year, actually, should I say. Uh, And if she has any issues recruiting now with uh, the NIL and all of that and the transfer portal, We will also uh, talk to you and see what Gator Golf does. Wish them good luck as they continue today as they get to the semifinals. Thanks today to Michelle Smith from ESPN talking college softball. Kyle Peterson from ESPN and the SEC Network talking college baseball and the regionals. Thanks to Zach for producing. We thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Don't forget tomorrow... We'll have our on-deck show at 11 o'clock to preview a lot of this in baseball and softball and then back with sports scene at noon. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, fifty AM, WYUF. Enjoy your Tuesday.
0: 5-1-CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W R U F